Good evening, everybody. Hi. Welcome, welcome to Yin Yang the Podcast. We are live tonight on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and of course our studio Riverside. So as usual, we're going to attempt to play our disclosure that only plays sometimes, but we do it because of the explicit content from our podcast every week. Um, Yin Yang the podcast does not own rights to any background music or noise you may hear. This podcast is completely opinion-based and may include adult content, adult language, and verbiage not suitable for any underage viewers. Information found in this podcast may not contain exact accuracy as it is opinion-based. Please listen at your own risk. All right. So tonight's topic. (laughs) (laughs) Red flags. All right. So while we're doing this tonight, guys, when you think of a red flag in a relationship, please drop it in the chat. I'm going to be following our chat on... Um, YouTube, um, in our Riverside and TikTok all at one time. So please put whatever red flag you know about into one of those sections and I will make sure that I bring it up during the call. All right. So for starters, what, what is your opinion of what a red flag is in a relationship, Sheena? <laughs> I don't know if you want to ask me that because I ignore all the red flags in my relationships. I think I run <laughs> you get the carnival. <laughs> yeah, I think I run to the red flags. Red flags are something you run <laughs> towards. Just run towards the red flag, hug them, <laughs> and welcome them into your life. It's like, no, don't do that. Um, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, um, red flags are very uh toxic. Um. So, right, they're warning signs. Yeah. That it's probably not a good situation. Now, I do want to start with saying that red flags, if addressed and communicated about, can change. Um, And I didn't actually know that for a lot of my life. Um, But, like, in my current relationship, when I saw red flags in the beginning and I called them out, they were adjusted. And so that's how I know that people don't always know that some of their characteristics are red flags. I have some too. You know, I know that I have red flags. Like for instance, when I met my current significant other, I was technically still married. That's a red flag. Yeah. Well, I'm guilty of that one too. I think we're all guilty. I think anyone that's ever been divorced is guilty of that. Um, yeah. I mean, I wasn't together. I was separated, but still, I wasn't legally married. Legally married. Legally divorced when I. Um, well, mine too. I mean, gone. I didn't meet him during my marriage. I met him after my husband left um, and called us done. Um, and so that's why I don't feel bad at all. I mean, up until, but I was also one of those people that literally did everything in my power to save my marriage. So, yeah, you know, when it got to that very end part, it was like, oh, okay, he's, <laughs> he took all the furniture. That means he's gone. <laughs> so <laughs> Mine just stopped coming home. So I guess it was like, it was over. <laughs> red flag, red flag. That's a red flag. When he doesn't come home, that's a red flag. <laughs> Super red flag. 
So let's name out some red flags. Let's see if we get anybody jumping in from it. So red flags can be like jealousy. Yeah. But like, why would... That's uh, that's a good red flag. I mean, but I don't... I'm trying to think, like, why would you be jealous of your significant other? Like, No, not jealous of them, but jealous of people that speak to them. Oh, like, that... Yeah, like, no, not jealous of them. That part, from that standpoint, yeah. That does happen, too, though. I mean, people can be jealous of you, you know? And, like, for instance, here, I'll give you an example. You know, like, you and I have always had, like, professional-type jobs, um, typically in management or something that makes us make decent money, you know, like middle-class living or whatever America calls it. So... If we start dating a guy and he doesn't have the same kind of equivalent, it could make him jealous or resentful that we make more money. Right, because we're comfortably living paycheck to paycheck. Right. So that could be a red flag. Um, Mm. Your turn. Pick a red flag. Ah, red flag. Lack of communication. Ah. I still have that red flag. Do other people? I don't yeah. feel like the world knows how to communicate the same way as me. No. Well, I'm I'm really bad with that because, like, I was just, I would hold it on inside. And instead of having a conversation with you about what I find a problem, I'll have it with myself. Like, I'll have this whole conversation <laughs> with myself in my head and then I'll think you knew was in my head with me so you got to know what I was talking about and why I'm mad with you so there's no need for me to have a conversation with you because you should have been in my head when I had the conversation so then I don't communicate it with you but I'm still mad with you are you one of those people to get mad when somebody cheats on you in a dream yeah <laughs> I will wake up and punch you in your face. Like, don't you do that in my dream. The fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. That's not funny, but it's funny all at the same time. I'm not that person at all, by the way. Um, I lack of communication. So I'm one of those people where if you don't want to communicate with me, I just assume that you're good. And so that's probably also why i end up in situations where people are like i haven't been happy for a long time and i'm just like why i thought we were good <laughs> and they're like no i mean i haven't even spoken to you in two months and i was like i know i thought that meant we were good <laughs> like, <laughs> no that means that you're not listening <laughs> and it sucks because when i need to get something off my chest or i need to say something i just say it like i'm just like listen and it's never i never do it in the heat of the moment i never do anger i don't i don't play those games i'm not fixing to argue with anyone i don't argue with my mother i'm not gonna argue with somebody else you know i'm just it's not i don't do that i don't have time to argue and fight girl but no, i will sit to. down girl i'm not like, you know hey, what i don't like this this is bothering me i'm getting to my wits end i need help girl i might as well be a whole red flag that's guess why i wore a red shirt tonight because i'm <laughs> i'm probably a whole red Are flag you the myself red flag? i'm probably the red flag yeah because i know i would get mad with you about something you did or didn't do but i won't tell you i would just be mad with you and i will hold it in myself and i would just I, like i, I just said lack of communication it. i would not talk to you about it but i will Listen. argue with you in my head about it i and need then, to throw this out there because sheena is more than telling the truth y'all 
Sheena at one point didn't talk to me for almost two months. Okay. The only time she talked to me is when she had to for business stuff. And I had no idea what was going on. And come to find out, I don't know if she had a dream or I don't know what it was. But she thought because somebody told her that a female close to her was being deceitful, that it had to be me. And so she just didn't talk to me until she figured out who it was and then was like, oh, it wasn't you. So we good now. And I was like, I didn't even know we wasn't good. You didn't say nothing. So I assumed our relationship was fine. Because that's who I am. If you don't tell me what's wrong, then I don't know what's wrong. I assume that we're good unless you communicate otherwise. And so that's, you right, Sheena, you might be the red flag. <laughs> Hold on. We got to go down some more of these red flags, man, because I'm starting, I'm starting to wonder. Okay. Um, Let's say, what's another red flag? Uh, lack of support. Oh, oh, that is a big red flag. But I don't think that's you at all. No, it's not me because I'm very supportive. Like I would support you. Like I'll have your back. I'm, I'm the. No, I know that's that's part of what makes you one of re- one of my really good friends. Is yeah, because I'm a ride or die. But there. once you start with shenanigans, then I'll start with my shenanigans. See, I'm a match energy. That's me. My match is my pettiness. I think so that's I my red flag. Is petty, y'all. <laughs> that's my biggest so red. I'm petty. You, I can. You wanted to drop down to that level. I will be there with you. I'm, uh, I'm pe- really petty, and I like being I'm, petty. <laughs> I'm petty with words. But that's it. Like, I won't do nothing petty. I won't, you know, I won't risk my freedom to do some dumb stuff. I'm not fixing to fight nobody behind you. But I'll hurt your feelings with my words real quick if I need to. I will, too. And I will. I will look at my phone with you calling and not answer it. But then, like, after you call, like, three times, I will answer it and act like I never seen you calling. Like, oh, Okay, you was calling? Well, what do you want? And I will brush past the fact that I didn't answer the phone. No matter how you was like, I just called you. No, you did. So what you you doing now? What's for dinner? I would just brush right past it. So Sheena, that day we was in the U-Haul moving all your stuff. You had looked at the phone when I was calling you back to back. And just brush past it. No, 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 no. That was actually, I wasn't paying Sheena no attention to lost, my phone. Sheena had me in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> lost like an MFer, <laughs> helping her, refusing to answer my call. No, that day I was like not paying attention to my phone. But most of the time, sometimes on if I, you see, I'm petty because like, if I, uh, I won't answer my phone unless I'm in the mood to actually have a conversation with people. And see, it's so funny because I'm the opposite. I will always answer my phone like a phone call. But if you text me, you might want to wait five to seven business days for my response because I hate texting. So I literally only do it when I have to. I'm the complete opposite. I like, know if you, you are. want. If you want. me and Sheena crazy <laughs> because Sheena will text me 3,012 text messages and I will respond okay. Because I would much prefer her just call me and tell me all that in three minutes and let me say everything I want to say back because I don't want to type. And I swipe the text too. So it's not like I just don't like the motion because I, I text back really fast. But I just hate texting. I, and I'm going to tell you why. It's actually red flags. Because through text message, you cannot hear someone's tone. So if someone texts you, sure, that's fine. 
You don't know if they're going, sure, that's fine, whether rolling their eyes with an attitude or sure, that's fine, because you can't hear their tone. And so I always feel as somebody with like really high anxiety, really high anxiety, <laughs> um, I um, I always feel like the world is mad at me. So no matter what I text you, I can be like, hey, are you having a good day? And you can be like, yeah, but I'm going to go, oh, man, they must be having a horrible day because they responded. Yeah, like with an attitude. And but you won't have an attitude. You're like, yeah, no, my day is going fine. But that's why I don't like texting because texting is so impersonal to me. I can't hear your tone. So I always feel like whatever you're saying, you're being mean. So if you ever text with me, you'll see that I text very analytically back so that I'm only stating facts so that a tone cannot be misinterpreted. Because I'm never, the only time you hear me be mean to somebody is when they deserve it. And it takes a lot to get to that point. So, but that's why I hate the text. Kudos to you. Sheena, like, hates, Sheena hates to talk I, on the phone because she don't like I, talking to nobody. Sheena don't like people. No, I don't like talking on the phone because people don't know how to get off the phone. Like, when I'm done saying what I got to say, like, hang the fuck up. Like, I don't, like, how do you, like, not, how I do you hang not. up Sheena without being rude? Sheena is we always go explicit. <laughs> we always got to go explicit because of her mouth. <laughs> I'm I know just keeping it real. See this podcast. I'm <laughs> sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. But I have to keep it real. You know, I have to keep it real because, like, listen. When I say when I'm done talking with you, I don't want to have to figure out or come up with a way or to get you off the phone. Like, all right, bye. Or all right, I gotta go feed my fish. Or I gotta go water the plants or something something like like get off the phone i, got, I won't talk to I you gotta no more. let you go i gotta take my fish on a walk <laughs> yeah something's crazy because like you you rambling i like that that's but why listen. i just text because i can say what i want to say and you can respond or don't respond but i didn't say what i had to say i ain't got to worry about getting you off the phone or hanging up in your face or you telling me i'm rude for rushing you off the phone listen i said what i gotta say i don't want to sit here on the phone with you i hey, you're not my man work. I used to work for a call center. And so I'd be on the phone all day long. And when I get home, I wouldn't want to talk on the phone. And yeah, I yeah. used to think of every excuse in the book. I'd be like, oh, man, I got to move this towel over to the other counter. Let me call you back. Mm -hmm, and then part. I just hang up. And people would be like, man, did you, what did you say last night when you hung up on me? Man, I said I had to do something. I don't know what I said. Whatever came out of my mouth is what I said, man. I And it would be something dumb. Like, oh, I got to turn my thermostat on really quick. Let me call you back. Yeah, let me call you back. Um, because I hated to be yeah. on the phone back then. But I'm, I'm that's a, that's how it started too. Because I used to work in a call center too, and I got irritated being on the phone. Like, so when text messages came out, you know, after the uh, touch screen came out, you know, what I'm saying not the other text messages with the flip phone when you had to click that one button six times to get the letter you want. <laughs> I'm talking about when the the new text messages came out with the regular keyboard and you can swipe and type like regular people. So, yeah, I started type texting ever since then and stopped running people off the phone. But if you get on the phone, I will run you off. That's why my phone's down. Do not disturb because I ain't got time for answering calls. Either you gonna you don't want to text, send me an email. Call at the last resort. <laughs> the calling is the last. It's better to be an emergency if you call me. Oh, that's so funny. Huh. Um, like I told you, I'm a whole red flag. So, 
Here, let me. Let me see. Let me think. Okay, I gave two. So you, uh, you give one. I got my next one. Whenever. All I'm... right. So I'm gonna say another red flag would be controlling behavior, like not letting you wear clothes you want to wear, um, or hanging out with certain friends. Oh, my ex um, was a whole red flag. He was very controlling. Duh. Yeah, he was very controlling. There's there's a reason he's um he's an ex. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I was like, dog, so, what Kool-Aid was I drinking when I decided to do that? What Kool-Aid were you drinking? So, um, and then another one on type of that t- on top of that is like um gaslighting. Oh yeah. Um you know, gaslighting and love bombing kind of go hand in hand. So those are two really big red flags. And I can actually tell you, like, there's a difference between red flags and deal breakers. And gaslighting for me is a deal breaker. Yeah. You got one time to gaslight me before you never hear from me again. Um, so what was the other red flag you were going to say, Sheena? Um... I was going to say, it was, you know, everybody know what gaslighting means, but my other red flag was um, disrespect. Yeah. Disrespect definitely. and um, dishonesty, like lying. Like, you got one time to lie to, like, if I catch you in a lie, or you lie to my face, if I don't punch you in your face, then I'm ghosting you. Like, I'm not answering my phone call. So gaslighting, let's touch on that a little bit because you're right. I don't know if people know what that knows what that means. It's, and I know a lot about it because I've dated a, a narcissist before. Um, I think gaslighting, has. I do too. I really do. And it's usually that relationship that was was your longest, most trauma filled situation. Um, but gaslighting is like the ability to manipulate someone. So. I can give an example, like for instance, hey, um, like you see in their phone that they're texting another girl and they say that she's pretty. Hey, why are you texting that girl calling her pretty? You know, we're in a relationship. The response is then, why did you invade my privacy? It's the ability to turn something around on you and manipulate you into thinking that you did something wrong. Um, That's what gaslighting is. Um, and I wait for the day that somebody tries to gaslight me again, because like I said, I'm not, I don't do a lot. Y'all ignore my dog in the background. Who's apparently having a nightmare. Um, sorry. One second. Let me just. Sorry. I was trying to yell to her to tell her she was okay and at home. I don't know what's going on with her right now, but she she does that sometimes. She just Aww. takes a nap and has a nightmare. So, um, but so gaslighting to me is a deal breaker, along with lying, like you said. Um, yeah, that and- be, yeah. Explain gaslighting. I knew what gaslighting was, but that's a big deal breaker. I can see why that's a deal breaker. Cause ain't nobody gonna be have put up with that shit. Because you, well, like you said, manipulating, and then you making somebody feel like they're crazy. 
But we say that we won't put up with it, but we did. You know what I mean? And that's the biggest thing that, and that's why I wanted to talk about red flags because, you know, there's two things that I want everyone that ever sees this episode to know. Number one, it is better to come home or go home from a failed relationship than to end up in a coffin. You know, never be ashamed, never be ashamed. And that's the hardest part when you're in those kinds of relationships is people are so ashamed to walk away or to let it drown because, because you were hurt and because you've been through so much with that person. Y'all, I mean, there's so much one person can take, you know, I have been in relationships where that man went out and got somebody else pregnant and still tried to manipulate me into staying with him. You know, I've been in situations where that person would not allow me to work um, because they wanted the financial control over me. You know, and those kind of relationships, although it seems cute at first, like, oh, he don't want me to work. He want me to stay home and keep my nails done. That's cute until the first time you say anything wrong. And he throws it in your face that you don't contribute to that household. Yeah. It's cute until... You lose yourself. Right. Yeah, it's cute until, you know, he tells you that you're not allowed to tell him no because he financially takes care of you. Right, because he's beating down your self-esteem. Yep. Yep, and then it's it's only a couple months, so he's calling you ugly and cheating on you with other girls and coming home when he wants. You know, and that's... People don't realize that these kinds of situations happen every single day, you know, and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, people, some people are just like that. Right. Um, I'm bouncing back over to watch our live. And um, so, abusing. you know, Daniel's on here and he said the same thing. Lion is his deal breaker. You know, he, um, and that should be, honestly, I think that's everybody's deal breaker. Like we're all human. I'm the most understanding person in the world. You don't have no reason to lie to me. I'm just saying we're all adults here. Why you gotta lie? What you gonna get beat? Like, right. I mean, you don't like something to say it. It's not a big deal. Like I, you have no choice but to accept. Right. Tell me the truth. I'm gonna take your cookie away. Exactly. And that's that's really what it comes down to is, you know, we're all adults and I can't force you to do anything you don't want to do. I can't, you know, subject you to anything you don't want to be subjected to. But you got to speak up. There's not a reason to lie to me. You don't have to mm-hmm. be like, you know, oh, no, I don't feel well just because you want to go play games with your boys. Say, man, I'm going to play video games with my boys. Cool. Hit me up later. Right. It's like. You want to spend time with your homeboys? Cool. Just tell me. Like, I'm not going to trip. You want to go out? Y'all want to go out, have drinks? You know how to act? Like, people... See, that's my thing. It's like, you don't... You shouldn't feel like you have to lie to your significant other if you know how to act when you go out in the streets. Like... Right. And if you don't know how to act, you don't need to have a significant other. Right. Be single. So you can do what the hell you want to do and not in a relationship. If you want to... Go out to the club and talk to other girls and have more than one friends, or you want to have friends with benefits or sleep around with multiple people. Then, then that's be what single. You wanna, then be single and do what you want to do. Don't be in and a just relationship. Be real about it and tell and be people, real. Hey, I don't want to be in a relationship. I want to, you know, do, do my thing. My own thing. 
And then you find somebody who on the same level as you. But don't be in a relationship mm-hmm. lying and gaslighting and doing all this other stuff. Being a whole red flag because you don't want to be an adult. So what are other deal breakers in a relationship that aren't? What are some superficial red flags? What do you mean superficial? So, like, you know, some people will say, oh, I won't date a person who doesn't take care of their hair. Oh. Um, like, some people won't date guys with dreads because they feel like dreads, you know, stink over time. But not if you take care of them, they don't. You know, some people won't. To them, they're red flags. Like, I remember growing up, people used to always tell me to not date light-skinned dudes because they were all red flags. Oh, I guess um, a superficial for me would be if you were on a crack, on the crackheads. I don't deal with that. No, like if you got them type of problems, <laughs> I don't want. Uh, that's a that's a deal breaker. That's a real big. I'm not trying to laugh. It was just so out of left field, and I did. I don't know why, but I didn't expect that. I expected you to be like, you know, if you lying about who you stay with or something like that. Oh, yeah. You lying about who you stay with. Like, you stay but, with your mama and say you staying with somebody totally different. Like, why are you listen, lying about no, what you I can stay deal with? with the mama. I can't yeah. still, I cannot stand the ones that be like, nah, I stay, me and my roommate got a place and it'd be their baby mama. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those. Who you staying with? My friend. <laughs> But why? Why are you sneaking? Right. Like, like, well, how come I can't come to your house? Well, my friend don't like me to have company. You mean your girlfriend? Your girlfriend no, yeah, because like, like no, for real, because I had one. Let me tell you, I was talking to this dude, right? And like, it was like the first time, like, after like, me and my baby father had broke up. So it was like, and we was together for like seven years. So it was like the first time I'm getting back out there and the dude tried to holler. And I was like, okay, he's kind of cute. I'm going to talk to him a little bit. And he was like, come over and see me. He gave me his address or whatever. So I was came in over, but he was like, came outside as soon as I pull up. Right. So I'll cut the car over and I'm getting ready to get out. He getting in the car and I'm like, okay. So we talking and stuff. And then it's like, we never went in the house. Like, why we ain't got my friend in the house? And um, he just never wanted me to come in the house. Like every time, then the second time I came over, like at first I was like, okay, you know, red flag. But I was like, let me see, let that slide. Second time, same thing. We just in the driveway. Like we never like get out the car and go in the house. So I was like, why the fuck we can't? I can't go in the house. Like why every time I pull up, like you know. We just sitting in the car. Like, what's wrong with your house? What if I got to pee? Like, what? Like, why can't we go in the house? Come to find out, he had a whole girl in the house. Mm-hmm. See, and that's that's so that's a deal breaker for me. Oh yeah. Not they don't have to have their own house, but if you won't let me come in the house you live in, you're hiding something, and I'm done. Right. Only like, time I, like, only house I went over is when we went over to his like his home. He was like, one time I came on the. Uh, when they all the whole hit the fan, I went scooped him up. We went to like his home girl house, a homeboy house, one of his friends' house, and um, that's when I was like, "Why I can come in this house and can't come in your own house?" That's, uh-huh. what I that's oh, I hate the ones that say, "Yo, pull up to the park." Why are, are we gonna have a picnic? Yeah, like I'll come for a picnic. 
But if I don't get there and you don't got a blanket and a picnic basket and some sandwiches or something, then, um, dude, I'm not here to watch you play basketball so you can tell your homeboys you got more than one girlfriend. Right. I'm the wrong one. Um, so I just wanted to throw out there that um, Miss Ingram jumped in our chat. <laughs> Sorry, Kiva just posted we going to play on the swings. So <laughs> right. That's right, Kiva. We going to play, play on the swings. We're going to the park. I'm gonna be scoping out somebody mm-hmm. else. What you talking about? Right. right. Yeah, who's driving the best car up here to this park? <laughs> so we're well, we not but, gonna um, do play these games. Miss Ingram, when we were naming out red flags, said that there are always people, the people that are always in a bad mood. She was like, you can only have so many bad days in a row. And right. that's right. We, that's a big red flag. If they're always aggressive or negative towards you, that's a huge red flag. You're going to get ghosted because I'm not going to yeah. put up with that. You ain't going to rain on my parade every day. Every day I talk to you, you raining on my parade? No. You See, always I'm not bad. Gonna... <laughs> Maybe it's you. Maybe it's not no the other people. Maybe it's you. Listen, and I used to think that, okay, so y'all know me. You know, y'all been following us. Y'all know I got some anxiety issues. I overthink way too much. I overanalyze everything. So I used to think, dang, man, Amanda, it's you. People don't want to be around you because you overthink things and you get so anxious about it. But then I realized that, like, I was attracted to red flags and attracted to narcissistic behavior. And my brain was just like, you know... No, you see that red flag over there? You can make it a green flag. You can fix them. <laughs> Y'all, you can't fix them. No, you can't. They're not. You, it's not your job to, to fix, fix a flags. broken person. Like, and I don't know if y'all know this, but what happens when you wash something red? Eventually it fades, but it's still red. It's reddish. Rough. Reddish flags are probably just as bad. <laughs> what what about when um how someone introduces you? Oh man, don't even get me started. So listen. <laughs> and I don't even know if um my significant other remembers this. But um and I just heard him laugh in the other room, so he might. Um But when me and him first got together, and not like first, first, but we were a couple months in, but he introduced me to someone as his friend, and it was a female. Um, And it was Mm -hmm. a very close female of his, um, like a very close friend of his. And it was nothing like that, because I have guy friends, too. You know, we never, we've never been those kind of people. You know, you're allowed to have friends. But this was a very close friend of his, but he introduced me as his friend. And I want you to know the entire time we were at his friend's house, I didn't speak to him. And I don't even know if he realized it, but the entire time we were there, I didn't say a word because I was like, oh, oh, I'm your friend. Right. Cool. But you know what? Being from the South, I noticed that people down here call like their girlfriends, friends, old ladies. There's my old lady. Then my friend, all kind of stuff. And other than girlfriend, it's like, bruh, like, what do you mean? Like. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Like, I mean, well, after what, that, I'm your one friend, time, like your friend, friend like, or I'm like your friend, friend. Like, what is this like? Mm-mm, mm-mm. That was the one time that I allowed that to happen, and it'll never happen again. 
I wish he would be like friend because I'll um hi, I'm his girlfriend. We live together. How can I help you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the right one. And I just want to throw out there, Kiva said, um, she jumped on here and said, change yourself to make them happy or to please them is the biggest red flag for me. I shouldn't have to change to make them comfortable. Like, nope, you take me for who I am. Exactly. Take me for who I am or watch me as I leave. Yep. Hands down. Mm -hmm. I agree, Kiva. Exactly. I I had been in that boat with my ex, too. He had made me feel like I can't do nothing right, and I had to change. Mm -hmm. And I tried to change myself to fit the ideal person he wanted me to be. But then I lost myself along the way and I was just miserable and unhappy because I was trying to be somebody I'm not. So, yeah, that was never again. Like, I, me, explicitly, as uh, my co-host said, I'm explicit content. So I am me. Take me as I am. If you don't like it, find somebody else. Yeah, because I don't have... Life I don't have the energy to be somebody else. That. Yes. yes. I don't have and the energy. And I don't energy have the energy to... to be fake either. Like, oh, I try really hard to be a genuine person to everybody that I meet. So when people are around here being fake or or just telling you what you want to hear, hear and all those, I don't got time for those red flags, man. Like, right? nah, I'm good. Just leave That's me alone. Stay by myself. Like, I ain't got time. That's why my circle's so small because I really ain't got the patience for stuff like that. Um, so, all right, we talked about red flags. We talked about deal breakers. hmm So, what is your best advice to someone that right now that is currently in a narcissistic relationship or a relationship where they're seeing multiple red flags? Run. Now, let me throw this out there. Let's say they've been in that relationship for two years. Run. It ain't going to get no better. If you're not happy and you're seeing red flags, open your eyes to the red flags. Take it from a red flag. Don't ignore the red flags. She it's said not... take it from a red flag. <laughs> it's Tina not going to get no better. She is not that toxic, y'all. She is no, not I'm that not, toxic. I'm just playing. I, but just take it from a person who been in a relationship for 10 years or been lost count but I know it's been at least 10 years and ignoring the red flags dealing with a narcissist is not going trying to think that you can fix or change or you give it some more time it'll get better if you just don't give up it's not going to change just having that mentality day in day out two years going to turn into five years six years, 10 years, and then you're going to be wasting your life away and you're going to eventually want lose strength or lose focus and you have to gain your strength back to leave. So just, if you see the red flags, if you're uncomfortable, if you're not happy, just leave. It's it's okay. It's okay to, to throw in the flag. I, that's why I had to tell myself after years and years of trying to force it to make it work or whatever, ignoring the red flags, saying that it'll be, I can change them to green flags or whatnot. But at the at the end of the day, you can't you can't change somebody who don't want to change. So you just have to just throw in the towel. And sometimes that's the best thing that can happen to you. That was that was the best thing that happened to me was to leave. Oh. At what? Okay, so I'm gonna say this because I I want to say this. Sometimes 
You are the problem. And I don't mean you specifically, Sheena. I'm talking to the world. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and I Sometimes. say that because there are moments in my life where I was the problem. I was the red mm-hmm. flag. Not in my marriage. Let me go ahead and specify that right now because we ain't never going to say that I was bad in my marriage. I did everything oh, I was supposed no. to do as a wife. But- no, you know what? I get that because probably in my current relationship, he probably think I'm a red flag right now because like, I'm watching him like, you bet not. You kind of are the red flag in your current relationship. Yeah, but that's cause, just <laughs> like because you what you what we not gonna do is have a repeat of that bullshit. So, so but like yeah. when I first started dating my current relationship, I came with a lot of baggage. Now, mind you, me and my ex husband had only been separated for like a week and a half when I met my current significant other. And we didn't know where it was going to go. We just wanted someone to talk to, you know, we just wanted someone mm-hmm. to speak to and not be bored out of our mind mm-hmm. and living our lives. So we didn't ever expect it to go where it went. However, I was toxic. Like I would hang up the phone with him and, you know, I would yell at him for stuff and I would, you know, how dare you ignore me? And, and I said some toxic things and but I, I put my foot down for the first time in my entire life when it came to him. And I said, hey, these are ways you will treat me and these are ways you will not treat me. And should you ever make me feel like this, then I'm gone. And I won't come back. And I don't care. So sometimes things that may come off as red flags are actually boundaries that are being set. And if you're not used to hearing boundaries then you may think that it's a red flag. Um, You know, the boundaries that I set in the beginning weren't like unrealistic or anything like that, but they were very straightforward. Like, hey, if, you know, and this is, of course, after we started dating, but, you know, if I catch you with another girl that's not family and I haven't heard about her, we're done. You know, if you you step out, we're done. You know, Mm -hmm. there's certain things that I'm just not willing to put up with ever again in my life. I will never feel like I wasn't good enough for someone again. Right. I get that. Um, So with you, when you say like in your current relationship and when I joked and said, yes, you are the red flag in your current relationship, that was a complete joke. (laughs) And what it was is you came into that relationship from a place of trauma and drama Mm -hmm. and pain and so you had a lot of emotional baggage that you took with you into this new relationship and in doing so you had a lot of communication problems and that's that was your only red flag it's not like your red flags were oh you out here cheating or you out here doing this you out no you just didn't know how to communicate properly because of what you went through for the last several years with your ex-husband right So your red flag was not a red flag per se. It was something where if it was addressed in the beginning, maybe it would have changed faster. You know, your red flag of, you know, being non-communicative when you're mad was not really a red flag. (laughs) I'm about to say that's probably like the only one is like communication because I like, like I said, keep it in my head. You fight with yourself. You're the only person I've ever met that does it as hardcore as you do. Like, I have an inner monologue, which, by the way, (laughs) did you know, Sheena, 
and other people are going to attest to this, that not everybody has an inner monologue. For real? Yeah, like, not so everybody what? has conversations with themselves in their heads. So who the Me fuck do they talk to? They don't talk in their heads. They just, their brain just thinks it and they do it. Not everybody does that. And I didn't know that for most of my life. I'm, I'm 38 years old and finding out last year that this nobody is a else thing. Have, uh, I was it's not nobody say. else. It's not nobody else. But a lot of people don't. Oh, interesting. And I didn't well, know I that do. people like that existed. Listen, I do too. I have full conversations with myself in my head prior to my phone right. call I make to anyone. Because I have to make sure I'm not going to mess up my words. Oh, sometimes I have to tell that, that joker to shut up because he'd be driving me crazy. But, yeah, I have a whole person But in it's my head. your voice. It's your voice that you hear in your head, right? Am I supposed to say yeah? Well, if I say no, well, that makes me schizophrenic. <laughs> so maybe we'll save that conversation for a future episode um so yeah um i don't know i mean i would love my inner monologue to be somebody else's voice like shamar Moore. that would be, that would be wonderful. no for real like <laughs> I, I inquiring minds want to know like okay so let's th- we need to take a poll like everybody who here who talks to themselves in their head, like is it in your own Alexa, voice? Alexa, is my inner monologue voice supposed to be my own voice? Sorry, I'm not sure. She don't know. <laughs> Alexa says she don't got time for this shit, man. <laughs> All right, let me ask. Let me ask Google. Hold on. I was about to say, let's ask Google then, because uh. I'm pretty sure it is supposed to be your own voice, Sheena. But, I mean, maybe I'm the one. Maybe I'm the one that's not supposed to be hearing my own voice in my head. I don't know. We're about to find out who's right. All right, so it occurs. It occurs during childhood. The little voice in your head, da da da. Oh, this one says it's usually their voice. Yeah, Aha. that's. So hold usually, on. but what if my inner be? monologue voice is someone else's? <laughs> Why am I thinking in someone else's voice? Auditory, auditory hallucinations. Listen, somebody asked Google, and I just, I can't help but laugh at this. Can other people hear my internal monologue? Like, can they hear me arguing myself in my head? (laughs) See, and everybody's on here saying, is it true that some people have an inner monologue? Like, I don't know who the people are that don't have one. I really want to talk to somebody that, listen, if you're out there right now, and you do not have an inner monologue. 
Like you don't talk to yourself in your head in in your own voice, in voice. Sheena. Um, well, mine's not in my voice. I need I'm y'all not to jump in chat Listen. and tell me or call in. Right, somebody else has got to be on my team. Like I need somebody else that says their inner voice is not their own voice. Somebody got to be on my team. Listen, I was reading I'm gonna ask, Google. I'm going to ask Google. Hold on. If my inner monologue voice is someone else's, does that mean I'm schizophrenic? What's it say? It's saying a lot. Like, I got to find one. Um, oh. Come on, computer. I said computer. I meant Google, y'all. I'm on a phone, a whole phone. All right. So the theory that says that a person that hears a voice when they have actually talked to themselves in inner speech, but for some reason doesn't recognize these thoughts as their own, would consider them schizophrenia. The result typically is that a bit of inner speech that was actually produced by you at some point in life becomes attributed to another person or voice in your head. So the voice that you hear, is it like a deep voice or is it like a scared voice or like a child's voice? What kind of voice is it? Because it That's could not... be a part of you or a part of your life that played a significant role in how you think. So that could be what you're hearing is just another version of yourself. Oh. And that would not make you schizophrenic. I don't think I'm schizophrenic. A little cuckoo, but not schizophrenic. Um No, but it's uh it's not like a um it's not my voice. It's like a, a dude's voice, but not like a deep voice. Were were you ever considering being a dude? Maybe a tomboy. I got two brothers. Maybe you hear your brother's voices in your head. Maybe it's Bro, Richard. That's creepy. <laughs> Real creepy. That'd be creepy depending on what you're talking about, honestly. <laughs> nah, but usually um this voice comes when um like we're debating, like I'm yelling and I'm having a whole conversation with this person, like a whole debate. It's not debate voice, I think. Weird. Whenever I'm here, this so are you voice. debating with yourself about someone else, or are you debating with yourself about yourself? Oh, huh, that's really interesting. I just sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to seem like I kind of went away for a second, but I think this is definitely something we should revisit someday. Um. We're gonna have a whole so, a whole podcast on my my mental stability. Yeah, and I think we should bring your counselor on here because I don't <laughs> think she's providing the right kind of information. So uh no. Um <laughs> She thinks I'm all good. But I know I'm crazy. Did you tell her she should watch our podcast? <laughs> no, maybe I need to. <laughs> Jamal said all the above. And I think he was saying that when we were talking about the voices in your head. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, it could be an extension of uh, probably one of my um, my my younger brother. Uh, I don't know. That kind of makes sense, though. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've been through so much in my twenty-eight years. <laughs> Who knows? You almost the- <laughs> said it. You almost said it right before that. Um, I caught that. I caught that. Um, so what do you, what is the one red flag where like, say you're on a first date and okay, you know what? No, tell me your worst first date that had a red flag on it. There we go. That's a good one. Tell me that. Girl, I don't have, I don't... Oh girl, I got one. Other than, well, I wouldn't consider me pulling up to that uh, old boy house a first date. Like, a first date, like, you going to sit down at a restaurant. Or just meeting somebody for the first time or whatever. So, so what, if I ever had a red, a first date that was a red flag? First of all, I don't really date. Like, like, I don't, I don't do that. Um, oh, now, if you're talking about, like, I mean, I wouldn't say, I don't really, I don't trust people, so I don't really go out with people that much. Um, maybe in the future, I might try to go outside, but I don't really like outside. (laughs) So, I don't want to go outside. But, um, like, I had, um... When I broke up with my um, ex-husband, well, I divorced his ass. I um, started going on some um, dating websites. So I think dating websites is a whole hell of a red flag. I don't know. How, <laughs> can you get redder than red? I hate them motherfuckers. Because um, uh, the people in there, like, they just be in your, send you messages like, hi, dick pic. Like, sometimes you don't even <laughs> get hi. You just get like, dick pic. Then like, what you doing tonight? Like, I don't know you. Like, why? That, yeah, that's 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 a whole red flag going on dating websites. It's a red flag because you don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know what you're gonna get. You don't know. This generation is really hard for you people don't know like me. If you're gonna get invited to coffee, invited to be other people's house, you and the people you don't even met, you don't even know who this person is. Come over, you coming over? I don't know who you are, and you inviting me over to your house. I'm gonna come over there and rob you. Like, what the hell? The whole dating okay. app is the red dating apps. I'm gonna say because there's multiple apps out there that's red flags. There's one in particular. I'm not gonna call no names because I don't want them tagged. Yeah, I was just about to say that. She, you said it, not me. She said it, not me. So come after her. But whatever she said it, that is a red flag site. If you're on that site, you should just delete your account because that's the red flag. For starters, tagged is a hookup site. <sighs> Tell me. So that's why you was just getting random pics in the box. Um, Man, but- I had this one guy send me a message and told me he wanted to wanted me to take him to the mall while he dressed up in a pink rabbit bunny suit and he wanted me to walk him around the mall on a leash and I'm like 
what? I'd have done it for a fee. <laughs> yes, sir. I sure will for one fifty. <laughs> what mall you want me to walk you around on a leash in a bunny suit? Oh, uh, um, yeah. So these red flags. I don't know if what I'm about to say is a red flag or like a stupidity thing, but. I um I went on a date with someone one time and y'all I'm um I'm a published author. So um but when I don't I don't say I don't always say, you know, hi, hey, I'm a published author author. I say things like, Yeah, I write books or I have published books. <laughs> so I went on a date with a guy before. And after we went out to eat, we were going to go to either see a movie or go walk around for a little bit by the water afterwards. And he was like, hey, before we go, I need to stop in and just check on my grandma and make sure she ate and stuff like that. Is that okay with you? And I was like, absolutely. And so we finished eating. We go by his grandma's house. I, of course, walk in. I sit down on her plastic-covered furniture. Um <laughs> And she looked at me and she was like, um, tell me something about you that you haven't told my grandson yet. And I said, well, I'm a published writer. No, I said, I have published books. That's what I said. And this, this dude points at his grandmother's bookshelf and says, my grandma has like 20 of them. And I said, what? Oh, because I said I have two published books. And he points at her bookshelf and goes, my grandma has like 20 of them. And I said, what? And he was like, my grandma has like 20 published books. You only have two? Dude, I'm not talking about like books that you buy at the store and put on your freaking bookshelf. You know, I'm not talking about that right there. I'm talking about books that I wrote. That I wrote but I didn't myself. even. Yeah, but I didn't even correct him. I was like, oh, but as I was leaving, his grandmother knew because she looked at me and she was like, it was real nice meeting you, baby. You take care of yourself. <laughs> she, she knew, knew you was she done. Knew I was not calling him back. <laughs> I can't do stupidity, man. Like, I can't do it. There's some level where you got to be like, oh, dang, like, you know, I don't understand right. what you mean. Can you please explain this to me? But no, he was just like, like, I was all wrong. Like, right. I was trying to show up his grandma because I got two books. Right. No, I told um, them. <laughs> yeah, one of them guys, I, I'm going to say, I talked to another, Um, I was on another uh, dating site called, what is it called? Uh, I want to say, plenty, well, I don't think it was Plenty of Fish. It was another site. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but this guy was like, I was messaging me. And he was like, asking me, you know, to tell me about myself and whatever. So I was like, I'm a publish. I um, I published a book and I got like a degree in, um, you know, coaching and stuff like that. And he was like, Oh, you so you're, you got beauty and brains. So I'm like, I'm supposed to be stupid. I'm like, he was like, So you're 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 more you got brains. So he was basically saying like, you know, I got brains. Like I'm smart and everything. I was like. So, because I'm beautiful, I can't be smart. Or no, all beautiful people that. are stupid. Like, what are you trying to say? So, I ain't messaging back because I, I didn't like. So, you just say uh, all beautiful people are dumb? Like, see, and that's, I can tell you that I 
I grew into my looks throughout my life, if that makes sense. Like, I was the yeah, ugly kid um, in high school. Me too. And <laughs> see, so you get it. I get um, it. I was the ugly kid in high school, but I grew into my looks. And then with my brain, my brain works in a way where it, if I'm interested in it, I can know everything about it. Mm-hmm. But if I don't care, then I'm very gullible. Like, I don't know much about politics. I don't know much about wars, things like that, because it doesn't interest me. I don't want to know about those things. So it right. just goes in one ear and out the other. Um, so my, the hardest part for me is I grew up with a dad that would, like, tell me things that didn't interest me. And so I'd repeat them. And they were things that he would make up. And so I spent a lot of life with my life with people going, man, she's kind of dumb. But it's because my dad would tell me things like sea monkeys were monkeys that swam in the ocean. So that's what I said in the middle of my science class. And that's not true, guys. They're not monkeys that swim in the ocean. No, um, there's water people that swim in the ocean. <laughs> if y'all if y'all didn't check our podcast this morning, y'all, y'all might want to go back and watch that reference, you know, <laughs> for the water seasoning. So, um, but yeah, so growing up, a lot of people were like, dang, you know, she's not very intelligent, but it's because I was being fed information and it was absolutely hilarious. And it, it honestly, it made me grow up with a lot of good and dark humor around me and kind of molded my personality today. However, it made a lot of people think that when I was younger, I was super stupid, but I wasn't. I just wasn't interested. Like, I wasn't interested in school because it was boring. <laughs> I knew how to do everything. I didn't want to be there. Um, yeah. So. I was, um, I don't know. I was the opposite. School kind of, like, intrigued me because I guess it was my escape. Um, but I, so was books. I always was had my head in a book reading. I didn't mind school. I didn't do people well. Yeah, that's why I always had a book because I like books more than I liked it. People still do, but yeah, that's well. And I can't even really say because I didn't really through high school. I didn't read a lot. I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot during high school, yeah. um, but I didn't read that much. But I um I definitely like my behavior put me in like a resource class because I was fighting boys. um I was that's what I was I was I was the girl out on the courtyard fighting the boys um so that's where I was in high school but you know I grew out of that I you know I stopped fighting the dudes um I I've only like gotten a fist fight with one girl um and it wasn't really a fist fight she just told me to hit her so I did um so I mean that's because I, I won't be one of those people. I was out fighting boys because boys talk mad trash, man. And I hung out with boys. But they'll say some harsh things to you if you hang out with boys. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah, um, because you'll be like one of the homies. So they mm-hmm. talk to you just like they talk to the homies. Exactly. So as far as red flags, y'all. There's only two things that I really want to make sure that we end and conclude tonight with. And the first one is, you know, once you start to see red flags, if you don't address them immediately, then they're going to continue. Right. And that person is going to think they can get away with it. Right. And if you give someone an ultimatum or you tell someone something and then you go back, like if you say, hey, this is my boundary, do not cross it. 
or we're done, and then they cross that boundary and you don't end things, then they will keep disrespecting you. If you set a boundary, you got to stick by it. And I know sometimes it's tough because you really like somebody. But if that person is genuinely interested in you, then they will change and they'll fix it. You know, they'll, if you walk away, they will say, hey, listen, this is my proof that I'm fixing it, that I've worked on it, that I'm going to do better. But if you set those boundaries and then you just let them walk all over you anyways, nothing will ever change. You'll be stuck in that same situation with the same manipulation for your entire life. Yeah, ghost them a couple times and they'll change. Do not follow <laughs> Sheena's advice. It is coming from a weird male voice in her head. <laughs> um. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. The inner guy is coming out of Sheena right now. So just don't listen to it. Yeah, don't be um, me. I'm, I'm really a, a petty person. So, but once I get tired right. of being petty, then I'll walk away. Like, you get, like, me, you know, arguing with myself about it. Then once I get petty, then I'll tell you what the problem is. And you have, you know, 2.5 seconds to fix it. Then I'm gone. And she means that 2.5 seconds, y'all. She means it. Yeah, because she knows she's going to be done with a relationship head. six months before she actually walk away from it. She just be in her head done. She don't even communicate with them no more. She just be like, no, I'm done. Mm-mm. Well, it's their fault they keep calling me because I didn't ghost you. Why you keep calling me? <laughs> And I'm the opposite. <laughs> what do you want? Like, t- I am a polar opposite of her um, when it comes to this kind of stuff. But just right. this kind of stuff. Um, because I don't really do petty. I, I'm a, I do understanding and I do calm. And no, because I think I will I think give my you egg. every option to walk away. Like, I will. I can give the perfect example. I used to say to my current significant other all the time, like, hey, if this is too much for you, if I'm too much to handle, then, you know, if we need to break up, we need to split. Like, even when I moved away, I was like, listen, I'm moving to Georgia. And, you know, that means we're going to be like five hours away from each other. And I understand if you don't want to do this no more. You know, it is what it is. But we, you know, we stayed together and we made it work until we moved out here. But... That's I'm all about communication and I'm all about understanding and, you know, not trying to make you do things you're not willing or wanting to do at the time. Um, Whereas Sheena will give you like one and a half tries and then like ignore you for six months and then be like, oh, I thought you knew it was done. But it's not really her fault that she's like that. She went through some really traumatic stuff with her ex-husband also. Right, I was just about to say, my ex-husband, he was like, I've tried to end it a couple of times, and he was like, if I leave him, I was, I, he was going to kill himself. I mean, the nigga, excuse me. The, You're not allowed to say was, that, even with exclusive <laughs> content, ma'am. No, no, my bad. The dude is still walking around here, so apparently he didn't kill himself. But because of that, every time I wanted to break up with him, that's what he would tell me. If I leave, he was going to kill himself. So now I go shoot, because I ain't got time for that. Like, if I want to leave... I'm going to just leave, and if I ain't got time to go through back and forth, you know, like I did with him. So, I don't know. I adapted to ghosting. I like ghosting because it's easier, less stressful. Like, I put my phone to do not disturb. I block you until I'm ready to talk to you. And if I'm not ready to talk to you, I don't want to talk to you in the morning, you stay on my block list until eventually you get the point and leave me alone. I'm really not grown up enough to break up with people. 
Which is really sad, Sheena. It really is. Because, like, you are grown AF. You are grown AF. (laughs) Like, girl, listen, my first boyfriend, like, I sent one of my friends to break up with him because, like, I didn't want to break his heart because he was, like, so into me and I was, like, not into him. So I was like, can you tell him? Why did you start dating him then? Because, like, he was, like, one of my friend's cousins. And she was, like, she really likes you. Just give him a try. Just give me a try. So I was, like, okay. Out of pity. Like, I was, like, well, I don't really like him. But he was, like, he really likes you. Just just talk to him. Just talk to him. So I started talking to him. And then he got really, um, I want to say possessive, like, aggressive. Or, like, he was just, like, hovering. Like, he didn't give me no space. So I was, like, after, like, a week, I was, like, then, like, my mama found out that I dated a boyfriend and she flipped. So, and then he was, like, right there when I got off the bus to go to school. He was, like, right there. Like, when I got home to get on the bus, he was, like, right there. He was, when I came out of class, he was, like, right there to walk me to my next class. It was, like, bruh, can I go to the bathroom? Are you going to wipe my ass for me or what? So, after about, like, a week, I was, like, I don't know if we lasted two weeks. But anyway, I broke up with him. But I couldn't break up with him because, like, he was, like, like too into me too nice so i was like hey girl go over there tell him that i don't want to talk to him no more it's over it's done she was like and she was one of those like really loud girls like you know that wasn't scared to say nothing to nobody so she was like bet girl i'll do it so she did it i went to my last block we was in high school when my last block went after the bell rang fell about i was trying to make a beeline to the dong on bus because i was like i knew she told him but he was right there at the bus when I went to go home. I ran past him, got on the bus. He was calling me. He was following me, like, for a couple of days until he got the point. So that's how I know ghosting works because, like, I try to ghost him. Listen, ghosting the whole is not. next week. And he was just wanting to know why. not good for your mental health, ma'am. Okay, we it's didn't say not, it was good. I just Listen. Said, it works. I've, I've never been that person. The only time I've ever had a problem ending a relationship or walking away from a relationship was with my ex-husband. And that's because I was raised in a lifestyle where, you know, you protect your marriage at all costs and you do whatever it takes to make it work. And that's what I thought I was doing. However, I just look like an idiot because I was the only one doing it in my marriage. Um, right. You know, so he is the only one that ever, like, was just like, no da 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 this isn't gonna work i'm out and he didn't even do it like that like i told you he came back because he gave me a two-week notice like <laughs> he's... Yeah, so, i'm breaking up with you in two weeks pretty much i mean he was like hey i don't want to do this anymore and he left and then he came back and i was like oh are we working things out and he was like yeah but i don't want to be married to a white woman oh well you only get two ways you're gonna either get me i'm either gonna ghost you or I'm going to give you an ultimatum, and if you don't follow through with your ultimatum, then one day I'm going to be like, I'm done, it's over with, and I'm going to walk out, and I'm never going to call you again. But I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you to your face that, listen, I can't do this no more, it's over with, and I'm done, and I'm going to walk away. And I'm going to change my number. If I don't change my number, I'm just going to look at you calling me or you're going to be on that block list. Listen, that first boy that you dumped the way you dumped him, he started your trend of being the toxic individual. He created that, man. For some reason, ghosting <laughs> him for you made you a red flag. She knew you a red flag. Oh, I got my red shirt on. I, I got a red flag. I'm a surrenderer. Surrender. 
And oh she's my a god, red flag. I'm a red flag. I don't communicate. I got voices in my head. I ghost people. And I'm a boyfriend will break up with me. I'm a red no, he's flag. not. Like, no, he's not. Really, he's not. <laughs> you see that? That was her crazy look, and that's why he won't break up with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, she's doing much better as a human, y'all. Yeah. As as a human. She's not a water people. She's a she's a she's a people people. I'm I bet leaving water, water people, people. You better leave them water people alone. I'm trying to tell you. It's really don't a be a water and if you don't people. if you don't know what we're referring to, then you should be watching our morning podcast Coffee with the Marie's on a Saturday morning at eight AM. Because you would know exactly what we're referring to when we talk about water people right now. Because it's serious to Sheena. It's not as serious to me because I'm trying to be a water people. I mean, not a water people. I don't I don't want to die in the water. But I want to go in the water and find the people. No. See, so. Listen, for all y'all water people i mean all y'all people who want to go explore with the water people i'm gonna make y'all some t-shirts y'all face is gonna be on the t-shirt and we gonna remember y'all and celebrate y'all life it's gonna say r-i-w instead of Mm r-i-p it's gonna say rest in water (laughs) rest in water they are now some seasoning y'all are gonna be some seasoning for them (laughs) for them animals down there in the water messing around with them water people Go down there with the water people. See, you better get me started again. Don't get me started again. On y'all, the and people. if y'all don't know, she's talking about Amelia Earhart. <laughs> yes, I, uh, you don't get me started on. I'm still in my feelings about the, the, that that story. Like I'm still in my feelings. <laughs> really in my feelings. Y'all really y'all gotta go to... back and watch Yin Yang's. Um... I mean, yeah, coffee with the current yeah. events. Yep, is coffee with the Marie's this morning because she was she was on a rant, y'all. She was, and it was, but it was so real. It was so funny. Um, but y'all, we are out of time tonight. But we will see y'all next Saturday morning for coffee with the Marie's. And keep up on our page this week. See what we got going on next week. We look forward to seeing y'all then. Two people, two opinions, real, real talk. talk. Y'all have a good night. Bye.